Hello, I'm Chris Kreitschow, and this is New Rust Station, a show about the Rust programming language and the people who use it. This is Crates You Should Know. Saturday. It's actually kind of amazing to me that we're two and a half years into the show before I finally get around to talking about Saturday. It's been mentioned on the show repeatedly, and it's one of the absolute core building blocks of the Rust ecosystem. Frankly, it's also just a really impressive piece of software in its own right, inside the Rust ecosystem or outside it. So today, we're going to do a solid dive into the library's purpose and approach, and at a high level, its APIs, how you use it. Serdi is a library for serialization and deserialization of data, data of all sorts. The name is just a mashup of the first syllable of serialization, S-E-R, and deserialization, D-E. And one thing that distinguishes Serde from, for example, the JSON to data structure implementation in your other favorite language is that most of the time, the serialization and deserialization that happens in other languages and really any kind of data layer transformations are done at runtime with runtime reflection and introspection on the data structures. Now, Serde and Rust obviously still have work to do at runtime, but that work is a lot narrower in scope because they use Rust's types and Serde's traits to avoid any kind of runtime attribute tagging or reflection. As is often the case with this kind of trait-driven programming in Rust, the compiler can, I don't know if the right word is often or usually or sometimes a lot, but somewhere in that range, optimize our implementations down to the same kind of performance we'd get by handwriting a serializer for each one of our data types. But as we'll cover in a moment, you pretty much never have to handwrite serializers or deserializers for your data types yourself. Serde has a long list of supported formats for serialization and deserialization, and as we'll get to at the end of the episode, you can write your own if you need to. But among others, today you can already serialize to and from, or some combination of to and or from, JSON, YAML, MessagePack, Toml, Pickle, which is common in Python, URL, XML, there are a number of binary formats, there, there are a lot, and those are just the list of ones that are known to be high quality and therefore sort of semi-official Serde libraries. Serde, as you might expect, leans heavily on two core traits, serialize and deserialize. Surprise! And happily, these are traits you'll only very rarely need to implement yourself. In fact, usually the only time you need to implement serialize or deserialize yourself are when you're creating a library for other people to use. Courtesy of Rust support for custom derives, which Sean Griffin and I talked about a bit in our discussion of Diesel 1.0, most of the time you can just essentially take any data type you define in Rust and use the derive attribute to write pound sign open square braces derive open parentheses serialize comma deserialize close parentheses close braces in front of whatever type you've defined and be off to the races. On a few rare occasions, you will need to write serialization or deserialization implementations yourself. And the really excellent docs do have you covered in that case, but usually you'll just use these derives of these traits and things will just automatically work. Now to make that work, you will need to make a couple tweaks to your project besides just adding Serdate itself to the dependency list. One, you have to add Serdate derive to your cargo.toml. Serdate derive is an optional dependency of Serdate. And I think it's fair to say it's usually installed alongside Serde, but if you happen to be in a scenario where you're not going to be using the custom derives and you're going to write all of them yourself, well, you don't have to install it. Similarly, 
Second, you need to add the dependencies for the target format you want to use. Again, Serdy breaks out its support for each format into its own crate, its own library. And this keeps your build size down. There's no reason to include, say, Serdy YAML if you're only targeting JSON. Just include Serdy JSON. Third, in your main.rs or lib.rs, depending on whether you're building an application or building a library, add the top-level attribute to include the custom-derived macro. That reads, pound sign, open square braces, macro underscore use, close square braces, extern crate, Saturday derive. And that just means that we're going to import the crate, Saturday derive, extern crate, Saturday derive, and then we'll import specifically also the macros. We'll allow ourselves to use the macros from that crate. And that's it. Once you've done those three things, you can now derive serialize or deserialize or both on any struct or enum you need to serialize or deserialize. And once you set a data type up with the relevant attributes, you can serialize and deserialize them very easily. You just use the main functions a Saturday target library supplies. The most common ones you'll see are ser colon colon two underscore string. That's the function for serializing a given Rust item into a string of a given format, for example, JSON. And d colon colon from underscore string, which is the function for deserializing a string of a given format into a Rust item. And for other target formats, you would see different names. If the Serdy library you were using targeted binary buffers, for example, it would be ser colon colon two underscore bytes and d colon colon from underscore bytes. The names are conventional, but you'll see them consistently across the entire Serdy ecosystem. Once you have that basic configuration all set up, you can just start using those functions with your types. Anywhere you need to write or read from string or bytes or whatever else, you just do that like anything else, and boom, you get a result which tells you this succeeded in serializing or it failed, and here's the reason why. Standard result operation. You can also further customize the way a data type is serialized or deserialized by using other attributes that Serdy supplies. It has attributes for customizing the container, that is the struct or enum itself. It also lets you customize how you handle enum variants and how you handle struct fields. For example, you can rename a struct field or an enum variant. That might come in handy if it had an external name in an API that you were consuming that you wanted to map to a different name internally. You will also see these kinds of attributes come in handy when you're translating between the expectations from different data layers in other languages. In JavaScript, it's normal for payloads to be formatted in camel case, lowercase first letter, capitalized first letter of all the other words following in a name for a property. But since it's normal for Rust fields to be snake case, all lowercase separating words in a name with underscores, you could use Serde's rename all container attribute Apply that to a struct or an enum, and all the fields will automatically be mapped from camel case in the payload you got to snake case inside Rust. Similarly, you can skip fields and variants entirely, or you can even define custom functions to serialize and deserialize them. They just have to return a standard result-based API. So in short, Serde has really good defaults, but it also has the flexibility to do most of what you need via those attributes if the defaults don't match your specific scenario. And it has the ability to just write your own specific serialize and deserialize implementation for a specific struct or enum if even the attributes don't get you far enough. Now, the other use case for Serde is creating support for a new source or target type for deserialization and serialization. As I noted earlier, Serde already has a pretty solid ecosystem which supports a wide array of target and source formats. 
There are cases, though, where you might need to write your own format for a given data representation or for a given protocol for transmission. And as well as the ecosystem is maturing, there are still a lot of places where we could use more of those to be written. This is a great place to jump in if you see a gap that you could use filled for your own work. In that case, you can implement your own serializer and deserializer plugin library, just like existing libraries like Serde JSON. It's worth noting that Serde, and its docs emphasize this, is not a parsing library. Its functionality is specifically and only for converting data to or from a given, already parsed format and Rust data structures. This means that, for example, Serde JSON parses the JSON itself. It iterates through a buffer of bytes and turns that into valid JSON that it can then map into a Rust data structure or not. Likewise, it actually generates the JSON itself when you tell it to serialize, right down to including a variety of options for how you print that JSON. It's got a pretty printer built in. Happily, though, the API you have to implement is not large, and it is well documented. So for any given data type, you have to implement the serialize and deserialize traits, depending on what you're doing. And conventionally, you also supply to something and from something functions, like to stir and from stir for serializing and deserializing string buffers and stirs, or to bytes and from bytes for serializing and deserializing directly to and u8 slice bytes buffers. And I'm not going to try to talk through everything involved in writing your own implementation. That would involve even more trying to describe code aloud, and I've already done quite enough of that in this podcast. But if you're interested in seeing a really quite straightforward and relatively easy to understand example, you should walk out a couple hours and read through the Saturday JSON implementation. You'll probably learn a lot. I did, and it was really fun to see how it actually does what it does. So that, at a high level, is Saturday. If you need to serialize or deserialize stuff in Rust, this is where it's at. This is the standard and for good reason. It's a great library. I was looking at it as I prepared for this episode and thinking, I kind of want to build Serde in TypeScript because that's where I do my day job and it would be great to have a library with this functionality there. Thanks, as always, to all of this month's sponsors. Specifically, contributors who gave at least $10 this month included Aaron Turon, Alexander Payne, Anthony Deschamps, Chris Palmer, Ben Amesfabode, Dan Abrams, Daniel Collin, David W. Allen, Hans Fjallemark, John Rudnick, Matt Rudder, Nathan Scully, Nick Stevens, Peter Tillemans, Olaf Leidinger, Olushei Sonaya, Ray Flavine, and Vesa Kailaverta. If you'd like to sponsor the show, you can set up ongoing support at patreon.com slash newruststation, where you can send a one-off at any of a number of other services listed at newruststation.com. The website also has scripts and code samples for most of the teaching episodes, including this episode, along with full show notes for every episode and transcripts for at least some of the interviews, hopefully more coming soon. You can find the notes for this episode, including links to Saturday and some of the examples I talked about, at neurastation.com slash show underscore notes slash C-Y-S-K slash If you're enjoying Neurastation, I do appreciate all the ways you help others find it, telling them about it in person, sharing it on social media, rating and reviewing it in your favorite podcast directory, or some other creative way I haven't thought of yet. The show is on Twitter at New Rust Station, and I'm there at Chris Kreitcho. Do tweet at me, especially with news, so that I can get that incorporated in news episodes when they come out. You can also respond in the threads on the Rust user forums, on Reddit, or on Hacker News. And I got another one of these emails this week, and it really just made my week. Somebody contributed to Rust because they were inspired by the show, and that was awesome. 
I love getting those emails, so send one my way at hello at neurostation.com. Until next time, happy coding. <laughs>